0: Episode of the Trillist. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about intercultural dating. I have two lovely couples um, sitting here with me. We have Olivia, hi, Rouge, hey, Tyler, hi, and Brian, hi. All right. So to start off, how long have each of you guys been together?
1: Um. Okay. This is Olivia. Uh, (laughs) Rouge and I have been together for between ten and eleven months. Since we, like, officially started dating.
2: Thanks. Hi, this (laughs) is Tyler. (laughs) And Brian and I have been together
0: for, yeah, almost a year. Mm -hmm. Awesome, awesome. Um, How did you guys meet?
3: Um, Yeah, very (laughs) sure. Um, Last summer I was in Philly, and my buddy and I had a party at our house, and he said, hey, I know this cute girl you should meet. And then we met. (laughs) (laughs) How,
0: How did you first make a move?
1: I think as soon as I walked into the door of the apartment, you made me some very fruity drink, and you're like, I am the best at making fruity drinks. <laughs> I'm not.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks. But yeah, Do you
4: want? Yeah, sure. Uh, this is Brian. So Tyler and I actually went to high school together. Oh, um, so we've known each other since then, but we only started dating once we got to Penn. Um, we had a few really close mutual friends in high school, so we kind of knew of each other, but never actually like mm-hmm. talked.
0: So, like, how big was your high school? And in high school, did you ever, like, oh, she's cute? But, like, was, <laughs> were you scared to, like, make a move?
4: Um, so, it was about, what, 1,200? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, I mean, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think on, like, both ends. And there was specifically uh, after senior prom, we were both at, like, the same party or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, I mean, there's there's some story that I don't know all the parts of, but I think we were both just talking to our <laughs> respective friends about, like, the yeah. other person. It was pretty uh. funny.
2: Yeah, I remember that, like, very specifically. We were at our friend's lake house, and we were on the little, like, two-person boats, like, me and one of my friends. And I just looked at her, and I was like, Brian's really cute, just, like, really <laughs> randomly. It was, like, my revelation. And then, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, kind of, like, after that. Nice, nice.
0: So how did you officially start, like, hanging? When did you guys, like, officially made it a thing? Like, when did you guys reveal to each other that you liked each other?
4: Oh. Uh, okay, it was a little bit just over a year ago. We actually, we went to a concert together. Um, what and concert? Brockhampton. Ah, Yeah. Um, and we got back and kind of just figured it out.
2: i actually knew a couple weeks before that or like a week or so
4: i'm apparently extremely transparent
2: no (laughs) (laughs) actually i don't know if you remember he told my roommate (laughs) and literally (laughs) she was like i won't tell anyone and probably 10 minutes after i was actually in the shower in the quad and suddenly i hear the bathroom door like slam open (laughs) and my roommate's screaming about it so like that was how
0: i found out like a little bit before that Oh, that's so sweet. All right, um so in the past, did you see yourself with the person you are with today, meaning not even with ideals and personality-wise, but when it comes to race um, or cultural differences?
1: Yeah, I mean, I like I'm from a pretty rural area of Pennsylvania, so there aren't really a lot of people of color there, so like growing up it wasn't an idea in like the forefront of my mind like maybe I'll be interested in somebody of another race. But, like, coming to Penn is obviously, like, a huge culture shock. So, I I think after I came to Penn, I was like, oh, like, this is actually a possibility to, like, date somebody who's a lot different from me. and Especially because Rouge is, like, not American. Like,
0: mm-hmm. Oh, God. you're an international student? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did not- <laughs> Oh, I did not know that. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. yeah.
3: I mean, similar story. Uh, Everyone I knew was brown because New Delhi. And um, I didn't really think I would date as a whole. Kind of, like, did it for a while early on in college. didn't like it. But, you know, then she comes along and changes my mind. So, you (laughs) know, it wasn't really a cultural thing. It was just a no relationships thing that got changed.
0: Okay. Because of school? You're, like, sticking Um, to the books? No. Okay.
3: No, I'm just, like an idiot with these things, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> You know, if my mom was here, she'd be like, yes, she." I'm not allowed to date. Hi, mom. <laughs> 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 All right, um,
2: so, yeah. Hi, um, so I think my experience, and probably Brian's as well, is a bit different because we're from Chicago, so there, mm. I was like constantly surrounded by people of other races. Um, I didn't really same thing as Rouge. I didn't really date at all like this is my first relationship in general so I didn't have like this huge frame of reference but in terms of like attraction or like interest I never really had a like super distinct preference at all so Mm -hmm.
4: um yeah that's pretty much the the same for me sorry um it was the way I sort of think about it is that I never really thought about it and not in the way of that it was never a possibility in my mind, just that I had never um, thought of having a preference or thought that that was legitimate or, um, but yeah.
0: Cool. Um, and before being in the relationship you're in today, did you ever, like, judge that person's culture or, like, you know?
1: I think for me, like, It wasn't so much as judgment as just, like, ignorance of, like, what it means to be, like, South Asian or, like, to be Indian, because, like, like I said, I'm from a really small town in Pennsylvania, and, like, I did have Indian and Pakistani friends in high school, but I think their parents and, like, their home life and their culture was just so much different from, like, what I've learned from (laughs) Verouge, because, like, all of my friends in high school had, like, really old school, like, Indian-Pakistani parents who are very, like, education is so important, like you know no boys no drinking whatever and then i meet varush's parents and they're like <laughs> the most like the they're, <laughs> they're like the most yeah. modern like very cool fun parents and like just in terms of my i think my perception of like indian people has changed a lot in terms of like what it what kind of things are socially allowed and like just how diverse the entire country is as a whole and like the entire culture like people think about India as, like, one thing, but, like, there's North Indians, there's South Indians, there's so many different religions, there's Mm. so much different food, like, Mm. I think that's, my perception, my perception has definitely changed a lot since we've started dating.
0: And, like, kind of, like, a caveat off of what you said, so before you met his family and knew they were, like, these cool people, were you, like, nervous to meet them because of your interactions with, like your friends <laughs> back home I, uh, yeah i would
1: say so okay. you know just like a lot of my indian and pakistani friends have said things to me along the lines of like if i brought like a white girl home my parents would kill me like and i'm like oh god like what are his parents gonna think of me my dad but, me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but like um i actually have not met his dad because he, he hasn't been to the united states since uh Rouge came to college, but I've hung out with his mom a lot, and she's lovely. And I think we get along pretty well.
0: Awesome. <laughs> um,
3: yeah. Uh, again, I don't think I really judged, uh, you know, Caucasian people. <laughs> it was just like I had except, stereotypes. Except, about for <laughs> except for colonialism. Except for colonialism, I'm all about that anti-colonialism. But um, no, but like it was more along the lines of I had stereotypes which some of which have kind of been proven to be true. (laughs) You know, like, it was like, oh, there's no way Olivia's going to be able to go out and eat Indian food with me. But she proved me wrong. She tried. It was great. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no, it was never really a stereotype as much. It was just like, I was never exposed to it. Mm -hmm. Came to college, and, you know, you open up, you kind of realize that everyone has a different way of being raised, but Mm -hmm. largely they care about the same things. So it's not really a, big difference at all Mm -hmm.
2: I think like my difference specifically from Bruges is that growing up in America you are constantly in proximity to whiteness and you have like these Eurocentric images that are constantly rotating so there wasn't really that sense of unfamiliarity for me um so like and also another thing about whiteness in America is like there's a difference I think between judgment and critical assessment so like I didn't necessarily have like these intense judgments so much as like is it really a judgment if a lot of them are true or necessarily accurate about the way that whiteness works here and things like that um so I wouldn't say that I had judgment so much as I was like more critical of it and I didn't necessarily think about it in terms of like interaction with like my blackness and things like that until I was actually in a relationship with a white person but like um yeah no I wouldn't say like strict like judgments or stereotypes I didn't really have this, especially because I did grow up with friends who are white and like I my neighborhood actually is mostly Irish Catholic so mm. like I like was around that my whole life yeah hmm.
4: I, I don't really think I have too much to say that hasn't already been said okay. um yeah, I think, I think a lot of the bases were covered that are really important about this. But, yeah, I never really had any preconceptions or judgments.
0: All right. And, like, speaking to you guys, um, Tyler and Ryan, how have has your, like, relationship kind of, like, changed that, like, criticalness or whatever, you know? How has it opened your eyes? Because we learned about how mm-hmm. it's opened, like, Olivia and Farouge's eyes.
4: Yeah. Um, so, personally, for me, I think it, it opened up a lot of opportunities to have um, – just kind of really good conversations about a lot of different issues and ideas um, that it's pretty easy to see in whatever different settings you're in, um, whether it be urban in Philadelphia or especially in Chicago. Um, so, yeah, personally, for me, it's it's just opened up um, an entire avenue of being able to, to ask questions and, and be curious and um, try and find out more.
2: Um, yeah, I think it is, like, great. We do have a lot of, like, very deep conversations about it, and it is really nice to be able to have a constructive conversation about things like race, um, and I think, too, speaking on the judgment thing, like, learning about what it means to not necessarily, there's a difference between prejudice and ignorance, and you can teach people different things, so understanding, like, that kind of perspective, I think, is really important, um, but yeah, I think just, like, learning from one another and, like, talking
0: about things was really nice. So. Nice, nice. Um, Kind of switching up, what do you guys think of racial pref- preferences when it comes to attraction and, like, fetishizing and, like, so <laughs> on? Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be, a g- it's going to get good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: So, Olivia here. Um so, like, I, I get this comment a lot from, like, my friends being like, oh, you're so into Indian boys. Oh, like, you know, you want to be brown. Um, I think it's, like, in my relationship, I've tried really hard, like, not to reduce Farouche to, like, his culture or his race. Because, like, there's so many more differences that we have between us than just that. Like, yeah. I think, honestly, like, the funniest thing is that Bruge and I have literally the opposite, like, Myers-Briggs personality types. Uh, like, that's yum. so much more interesting what than saying, like, yeah. I'm, like, an I... SFJ. ISFJ, and you're an <laughs> ENTP, uh-huh. yeah. So, um, but yeah, I just think, like, I think there's a really large conversation on Penn's campus about fetishization, and it's not something I was really exposed to, like, as a child, because, you know everyone in my town is white so like nobody really thinks about that but i think i've become like a lot more cognizant at penn is saying like that shouldn't be like what draws you to a person like it should be personality first and then like it's a if they are of a different race then that's an opportunity for you to like learn more about each other
3: yeah yeah i think there's a lot of layers to that question because uh when i go home at friends would be like oh you're dating this white girl <laughs> American dream but like it's there's a lot more than that Uh I mean it wasn't like a personality type kind of thing I think we've both like probably everyone in this room has been attracted to people of multiple races like that's not a big deal Uh but you know there is a like it's a more cultural thing than racial thing I'd say wherein mm-hmm. like different cultures find different things more attractive where like in India it's like oh you gotta get yourself a girl who like you know wants to sell down and has certain physical traits and it's very different here so it's what
0: are the physical traits because i know like the episode we just recorded Mm -hmm. we spoke about colorism in the black community but i also mentioned it's not just like a black community thing like i'm weird i like watching documentaries about like different things (laughs) (laughs) and i've watched like documentaries about like colorism and like the asian community Mm -hmm. not just south asian but also like East Asian. Mm -hmm. So can you,
3: does like. Yeah. So colorism is a huge thing in India. Like up until like five years ago, my mom would like smack me. If I came back with a tan, it's like, oh, no one's going to marry you now. But Uh, uh, Not really. It wasn't like a serious thing, but you know, it is totally a thing. Like uh, I'm half South Indian and half North Indian. So I'm a lot darker than most North Indians are. And I definitely got made fun of in like middle school and stuff for it. So that is a thing when like fairness is um, perceived to be a better physical trait in India. But then you come here and it's the exact opposite where it's like, oh, look at that tan she's got. Uh, That's so nice.
0: I think it depends on the community, too, because I noticed with like the white community, like tanning, like tan bedding is like a thing or whatever. And then like in the black community, not even necessarily like black Americans, but in the African, West, um, South, whatever, African community bleaching's a thing and in both aspects you're changing like your DNA and what's going on and they both cause cancer. So, (laughs) like, it's important to like acknowledge like these two different things, you know? Yeah.
3: Yeah, so it's kind of never been like, uh, I I understand that it exists and have learned about what it means over the past couple of years like, uh, you know, with the whole DP article about white dudes like engaging women and stuff Mm -hmm. but, you know, it's, Personally, it's never really been a relevant thing, I I think, to either of us. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just been there.
1: Yeah, like, the one thing that I think about a lot, too, is, like, there's a huge trend in, like, men of color dating white women and, like, being criticized for that. And I think, like, as my role in a relationship with a man of color, like, I'm really cognizant of that and being, like, you know, like, that doesn't mean, like, South Asian women are bad like or that they're not desirable it's just like this is what works for our relationship
2: um yeah same thing like I'm pretty aware of like other people do have racial preferences and that can be problematic in some instances when it does enter that area of fetish and like exposure to racial fetish is the most disorienting thing to especially when it's aimed at you to hear someone talk about you as if you're an object is really really it just hits a nerve in you that, like, it's really hard to shake. So, like, I have gotten comments before from, like, random men that I've actually never met. Like, I was at a bar pretty recently when I was home, and a guy walked up to me, and he was like, hey, so my friend over there kind of has a fetish, like, specifically for your hair. And I was like, whoa. Like, it kind of just like took braids? me aback. Yeah, I was wearing. Bra- I am wearing braids now, but yeah. I had braids then yeah. too. Um, and it like really took me aback to like have someone act explicitly say that. So like, um, like I'm laughing about it now, but it was really shocking in the moment. Um, but yeah, I think racial fetish is something that like definitely needs to be paid attention to. Um, it's just again not something that's really relevant in our relationship at all. Neither is like necessarily like specific racial preference. Yeah.
0: Wow yikes Yikes. (laughs) that kind of reminds me of um i know someone i'm not going to say names because my family's going to listen to this (laughs) (laughs) who was like on tinder and she was like yeah there's this like white guy and he was just talking about like i could tell like it was a fetish and she's like no like like exit like abort mission like weird 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 red flags and i was like yikes so yeah
4: yeah um this is actually this is definitely a question that i think has a lot of uh, very interesting points to talk about within it because I feel like preference and fetishization is something that's on a very wide spectrum. And a lot of people who exhibit or say things that personally I kind of characterize in that way and are, I'm very like, by bye. Um, <laughs> they really can't tell that they're saying something that mm-hmm. um, can be misconstrued. Like, I mean, just personally from a couple experiences when... Um, so my brother's getting married and I'm in his wedding party and I was with a bunch of his friends. He's eight years older than me, but I was with a bunch of his friends and we were talking um, and they asked about Tyler and they asked to see a picture and one of them very specifically said like, oh, I wish I could date a black girl. And I mean that, that whole statement was just very like, I don't know what you want me to say to that. Yeah. Um and it's, like I said, it's something that you hear from many different avenues and said in many different ways. And a lot of people just may think it's completely innocent that there's nothing wrong in saying it. Um, but I don't know. For for me personally, it seems to be um, a very wide umbrella under which a lot of different things that could be seen as offensive or jarring can can fall.
0: Yeah, it's so interesting because when you said that guy's like comment and stuff, it reminded me of... So Olivia and I are in the NEC together, mm-hmm. Nominations and Elections Committee, shout out. Um, <laughs> and last year, um, Jackson, one of like the members, he graduated, but he was saying how he was at like Stallman's, um, Starbucks Under Commons, and this guy was saying like, oh, like I've been with every race, so I just need to get like a black girl now. And he wasn't, a, this is not a white guy either, like this is... Mm-hmm. Like a Latino guy, I actually know him, and I was like, "Oh, that's like so him to say." Jackson did not know him, and he was like, "Can you like imagine?" And he was on the phone telling this to like who knows what or who or whatever. And in my mind, I was like, "Oh yeah," because you kind of look in like the media and music and so on. Like black women are shown a lot of times as like these sexual like beings and like eroticized, and that causes like a want like we have personalities, like yeah. you know. It's not like, you sh- yeah, yeah. So interesting. Don't say that the guys listening say you're looking for a nice girl. That's funny. <laughs> 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 it's not like a check off, like oh, like you know. And when it kind of reminds me, like, um, yeah, we were the other night. I was going to like this party, and there are these guys either in front or behind us and one of them was like oh like you know she was thick for asian like oh i i, I did that and like just it's not cute stop like stop <laughs> you know so psa all right switching topics a little bit um do you have any family members not necessarily like parents or whatever who like disapprove of your relationship and i came up with this question because i interned at a nonprofit this summer and one of my bosses, she's a lesbian. She's married. She has two kids. She's um, white, Latina, or whatever. And her partner um, is black American. So when they first got together, her like partner's family, because she's an immigrant, um, was like, oh, she's just with you because she wants a green card and stuff like that. And like they've been together for a long time. They have kids. And she said after they had kids, that's when, like, the family was like, okay, you're here to stick around and stuff. But it was just, like, interesting talking about, like, um, all that aspect, because they're such a diverse couple when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we'll start. <laughs> <laughs> um, my like, like I said, very rural Pennsylvania, like, very white community, but, like, my family is... Definitely okay with me dating Viruj. um The one thing is, like, a lot of them can't pronounce his name, which mm, is kind of funny. Right. Uh, Can you my,
0: tell us what they try to say?
1: <laughs> my, I feel bad saying this, but like, my great grandmother is ninety-seven, and I went to visit her, like, when I was home at the end of the summer, and she was like, "How's Drew?" And I'm like, "Who's Drew?" She's like, "Your boyfriend." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> you mean Viruj? She's like, "Oh yeah, like." So yeah, I mean they just uh they have some trouble. Okay. <laughs> they, they but they've gotten there.
3: Okay. Um, yeah. So I don't really have an extended family much. It's just my parents and um, like two grandparents on my dad's side who are like you know they don't care. They're like as long as he's getting grades, we don't give a shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of how my parents are. My dad, uh, like. Our parents are very weird for our respective, like, backgrounds. Because <laughs> her parents are from, like, the middle of freaking nowhere in Pennsylvania <laughs> and are super liberal and educated and smart and, like, are very cool with me. And my mm-hmm. parents are from actual India and are, like, go party. Like, why are you in a relationship? <laughs> so it's, like, yeah, it's really strange. Uh, but, no, I don't think my parents disapprove. My dad is a little, like, oh, maybe you shouldn't be in a relationship at all. You know, it's college. <laughs> but, um... Uh, Not really. My parents are very cool with it. My mom like has my mom and Olivia text, as I just found out, (laughs) which is weird uh, on a lot of levels (laughs) because I don't need that in my life. But (laughs) also, his
1: mom sends me bit emojis sometimes, and it's like my favorite. (laughs) It's so cute.
2: Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um. Yeah. To my knowledge, my family doesn't really mind at all. My family actually really loves Brian, and I'm saying really because it's like kind of funny to me sometimes. <laughs> um, like one time my aunt asked like, oh, what does Tyler's boyfriend look like? And my grandma was like, you know, he has eyes that really sparkle. You <laughs> know? And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> shout out. Shout out yeah. Um so shout out to my grandma, Tita. But um Aww. yeah, no, my family doesn't mind at all. Or they don't seem to my cousins have asked like a couple weird questions but other than that can you like elaborate i'm curious oh <laughs> um, yeah my cu- well my cousin like asked um i was at dinner during mother's day and my cousin asked like a really weird question i forget she asked like if his family was okay with it and then she asked something along the lines of like fetish and i was like <laughs> i'm ending this conversation <laughs> and just stopped yeah so um but other than that like yeah nothing along the lines of disapproval at all
4: um yeah from from my side definitely nothing along the lines of disapproval again that I know of um which is a a kind of scary thought I think just because to a certain degree there's a little part of me that will never know just because my family is extremely mild-mannered and that's fantastic but um I obviously don't think they're harboring any bad feelings or anything um but yeah it's definitely just a, a thought that kind of from the perspective um in this relationship it's sort of something that you never fully know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: That's so interesting um have you been with any challenges like getting app- acclimated to that cult- cultural like how to behave in a specific sense or even like this could also go with like the black lives matter movement and like the girl who got like shot and killed in like oakland and when stuff like that happens do you feel like oh like how do we talk about this and how do i feel like being since this stuff is like perpetuated against like your culture to my culture, like vice versa, whatever. Uh,
2: okay, I'll start. Um, so I think it doesn't really hyper affect our relationship in the way that we think about our relationship as a whole. So much as like our conversations will sometimes orient towards that. Like I know we only talked about it briefly, but after the stabbing in Oakland, and also there was actually a period of time in Chicago when. Um, groups of black girls about our age were getting kidnapped and murdered. Yeah. Um, and they were being found in, like, pieces in different warehouses, and it was, like, where they were being taken was, like, around the South Side, which is where I live, yeah. and also um, around, like, West Loop, and I walked alone a lot to, like, get t- to and from work. I was on transit a lot by myself, and it was all happening around the same time. I was on the train by the time all myself by myself, and I was walking around by myself a lot. Um so that just mostly just made me really paranoid and like something that like we ended up talking about a bit um but in terms of like activism and stuff like that it's mostly just really um like constructive conversations not necessarily something that like impacts the way that we think about our relationship at least like from my <laughs> understanding um n- like yeah
1: we don't have that many problems like acclimating mm-hmm. i don't think um I don't know, can you think of anything, like, in particular that's been difficult?
3: Not really. I wipe off myself pretty hard when I came here, so, <laughs> like, <laughs> like no, honestly, there's been... I have not seen any issue. Like, she'll say certain words that mean nothing to me at times. Okay. Um, like, <laughs> I guess, yeah, no, not much, uh, it's honestly. Like,
1: I think, uh, more than anything, it's, like, again, rather than, like, being a race thing, it's more of, like, a cultural thing yeah. that we're from different countries, so even though... You grew up with like some of the same media that sure. I did. Sometimes you have no idea what I'm talking about, or you say something and I'm like, I don't know what that is. So yeah, it's a lot of like um, trying to fill in the blanks for like social and political context mm-hmm. and like.
3: She made me watch Veggie Tales. <laughs> 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 oh, I love yeah. Veggie I was like, yeah. I was
1: like, I'm like, wait you're hindu you have no idea what this is so you had to see (laughs) it It
0: It. you see and you even think of like veggie tales with it again that's another like cultural like christian it's 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 very yeah yeah Yeah. so even like in the same country like with a jewish and whatever like they could be both white like you can be jewish and you can Mm. be evangelical christian and he could have never seen veggie toast, So that's, a, that's yeah. a good point. I like that. Yeah. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Also, like, on a lighter note, uh, probably the biggest difficulty in our relationship is me trying to eat spicy food mm. when we go <laughs> to Indian I'm restaurants. Cooking tonight. It's good, to be <laughs> good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: so. Have you been, like, has your spice meter uh, been maybe? getting better? Tolerance I mean, better. okay, so,
1: <laughs> so at the beginning of the summer, we went to visit his mom in New York. So she, like, lives there a couple months out of the year. Mm-hmm. And we went to a South Indian restaurant, and we got a chili pakora, which is, like, Literally like a, just like a fried chili, chili. that's like this big, oh. and eating this, I was like, this is the end. I'm gonna die here. And I was like, I can't let them know because they'll be like, she can't handle the spice. And then Baruch is like, oh my god, this is like the spiciest <laughs> chili I've ever had. I'm like, okay, so I'm not. I'm doing okay. I'm holding my own. Yeah. So.
3: Some serious cultural differences. Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: yeah. so
1: funny. But yeah, I would I would agree that it's probably like social political context and just like Mm -hmm. i I don't know what it's like to grow up in india and you don't know what it's like to grow up in the u.s
3: honestly the biggest difference between us is that she grew up in a very small rural town i grew up in a huge city Mm -hmm. it's just the difference between those mentalities like it has nothing to do with our ethnicities Mm -hmm. or our religion or any of that yeah nice
0: nice all right so switching topic a bit again um i was talking to someone who they're both her and her partner are both white she grew up Christian, and her partner's Jewish. And I never knew this was a thing, but apparently, like, if you're like not just ethnically Jewish, but also religiously Jewish, mm-hmm. um, like dating or marrying outside of like mm-hmm. your religion is like a mm-hmm. big thing. Mm-hmm. So she said his family doesn't care, her family doesn't care, but people have like come up to them, and been like. Oh my gosh, like how how could you ever like what is your family going to think? And I was like, are you kidding me? And she's like, <laughs> yeah, I love how you're so stressed out like about my relationship more than I am. Mm-hmm. So that just like made me think of what's the like funniest or craziest thing like oh, someone has ever yes. said to you? Based on, and i want <laughs> each of okay. you to like go you know oh, okay
4: All right. Right. um i'm <laughs> gonna i'm them. gonna start out with this one <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay so this story is actually from before we were dating this is from our last summer in chicago before we came to penn um this was maybe the second or third time we'd hung out we were walking around downtown kind of by one of the parks um and we just gone to a restaurant to eat we were standing on a street corner and it was a pretty busy day and a man who was selling this newspaper called Streetwise um who Streetwise em- employs usually homeless people to sell their newspapers around Chicago which is yeah. really cool but he um was very very like super jovial and happy but he saw us together and he said something along the lines to me of like you have a beautiful black queen never let her go cool. yeah and <laughs> he's, like yelling he's yelling and he keeps like saying things and it's summer in chicago there's traffic everywhere there's no way we can get away from this so we're just standing on this street corner like i'm turning bright red yeah. <laughs> and i just i like couldn't even look at her i, yeah. just like, I don't know what to do about this
0: that's <laughs> so funny yeah um
2: that was gonna be mine so oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I, n- I needed to say it yeah
0: <laughs> it's hilarious
1: like people don't say that many things to us based on like the fact that we're racially different.
3: Yeah. It's based on a lot of other differences. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, based on a lot of other differences. Like, like I share? said, we have At very different it, yeah. personalities, okay. so, like, our friends will say things, like, you know, just make fun of us for that. That like, Drew's just so crazy. I don't understand. Um, I feel like I may have gotten some green card comments. Oh, yeah. Most because from me. Yeah. he's international.
0: <laughs> oh, from you you make the I'm green card. I'm all about the green. Okay. <laughs> That's why I'm here. I'm
3: internships right now I have to so check off that box every time. <laughs> <laughs> this is not
0: on my list, but I'm just thinking based on that conversation <laughs> I had with that person with like the Jewish and evangelical whatever and she was like, "Yeah, I would convert because it's important." for him, for his kids to be Jewish and stuff. And that's just mm. interesting, like, talking about, I think this might apply to you. Are you a practicing, like, Hindu?
3: I'm a hardcore atheist. Okay, <laughs> okay, well, so. I celebrate the festivals because I like the food. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, all right, so it wouldn't matter. Yeah, like, I mean, like,
1: I am I was raised Catholic, mm-hmm. but I also, like, haven't been to church since, like, freshman year of high school. Yeah. So, like,
4: mm-hmm. yeah. you know,
1: we're neither of us are very religious, so mm-hmm. we've never really yeah. talked you about
4: it. Start. Um yeah I, I can talk about it a little bit. So I was also raised very very Catholic. Okay. Um this is the first institution of education I've gone to that hasn't been Catholic. Oh. Um, I went to Catholic school too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I mean we we both went to a Catholic high school. Mm. Um so and we both come from um sort of religious and Christian backgrounds. So there's not really much contention mm-hmm. um in that area, but it's definitely it's still just a topic of conversation as we go forward in time, and as we gain more and more independence from our families and our environments. Um, I mean, yeah, personally, it's been quite a change coming to a college like Penn um, and then going back home and every Sunday, church 9 a.m. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely a really interesting thing to continue to talk about and just learn about kind of together and figure out what what we believe
2: yeah nice. um, so, in my household, I had a very different religious upbringing, so my mom is Catholic, and my dad is Baptist christian
3: uh-huh.
2: um so they were very open about me choosing my own path in terms of denomination of Christianity growing up, so they were always like, We're not gonna get you. I was never christened, baptized, or confirmed, or to communion or anything like that because they wanted me to have that decision when I was older. Um, But I did go to mostly mass growing up just because that was my mom's thing. And then I ended up going to Catholic high school. Um, So my knowledge in terms of religion is mostly based around Catholicism just because that's like what I've been most exposed to my entire life. Um, And I identify most with Catholicism than I do with other parts of Christianity. And I know I haven't actually talked about this with Brian, but one of our friends, not even my parents or anything, one of our friends actually asked
0: like, like family friend. No, pers- like one oh. of our pen
2: friends. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, he was like, "Oh, yeah, like Brian's family's really Catholic. Like, if they wanted you to can like get baptized or like confirmed, would you do it?" And I thought about it, and I was like, "Yeah, like I would do it. Like, especially because like, I've been so." Like, they
4: would never ask you. that. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're way too afraid of confrontation <laughs> to do something like
0: that. <laughs> but yeah, I was like,
2: like if that is something that's hugely important, like family-wise, then like I would be comfortable doing it, especially because I've had all that flexibility my entire life. But um, yeah, I'm not hyper-religious. My family only really goes to mass on like Ash Wednesday Easter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, <laughs> that's about it. So like, um, yeah.
0: Mm. That's very interesting because yeah. I'm predominantly like Sierra Leonean. That's my background. But I also have roots in like um, Nigeria and Guinea. And so my dad was like raised Muslim And then converted to Catholicism when he was, like, 21. Yes. And he's a very, like, there's a picture of the Pope in his car. And, like, my friend is like, is that the Pope? I was like, it is the Pope. So (laughs) (laughs) he's very, like, that. So I went to, like, Catholic school for elementary school, like, learned about all of that. But then my mom's family is Methodist, like, United Methodist. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting because I see, like, the parallels in both things, like, we say the Lord's Prayer. We might might not do Hail Marys or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's, like, a thing. And then I also have, like, Muslim family members. And, like, I've been to the mosque, like, to break fasting Ramadan. I've fasted before. Like, I'm very in tuned with, like, all three religions. Um, Well, not Judith. Let me say all two religions. And I just find, like, religion is, like, your connection with, like, your higher being. And it's, like, a spirituality aspect. And you should, I think it guides on, like, how to be a good person. But again, I I go to church, and I'm a Christian, but I wouldn't mind, like, someone who's not necessarily in my religion.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting that you asked that question, because, like, I feel like growing up, my parents were a lot more concerned about, like, me settling down with, like, a nice Catholic boy. But, like, as I've gotten older, and I think it's just, like, mentalities have changed so much over the last 10 years that, you know, my two parents who, like, probably, like, you know, I know, my my mom dated Jewish guys in college, but, like, eventually found a nice Catholic boy and married <laughs> him, and, like, other people <laughs> in my family have, like, married other people and been baptized or confirmed to in order to get married in, like, a Catholic church, so, like, it's just interesting to think about that and, like, how times have changed that, like, my parents are, like, we don't care, you know, like, nobody in my family yeah. is really <laughs> expecting that anymore. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's fascinating. Yeah. All right, so I just want to, like, wrap up this episode and thank each and every one of you like, mm-hmm. coming. Nice Thanks for having and, us. Like, yeah, yeah and sharing, like, your beautiful relationship. Like, you guys can't see this, that there was, like, some holding hands during the episode. And just, it makes you believe that, like, love is alive at Penn and that also you shouldn't fetishize different people but get to know someone else. Don't be, like, I just need to be with this one person, you know? Um, finding cultural... Um, and racial and country international whatever love is beautiful and it teaches you a lot so um thank you um peace and love (laughs) (laughs) we would like to thank nick seymour and kelly's writer's house Um, nick for engineering this episode and kelly's writer's house for giving us the rexler studios